0: The Houston Astros win. Oh, no, they won the ninth. No, they tied the game. The Astros lost seven to four. We're going to talk about it on this implosion episode of Locked On Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beerling's. The right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker, this time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H. Town
1: wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Astros. Find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at?
0: They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and Instagram. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I hate watching games like that at the end. Always Strohs. All right, today's episode is brought to
1: you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more visit fanduelcom slash locked on today to get started. And guys, thank you for making locked on Astros podcast. Your first listen every, every day, whether it's on YouTube, make sure you go and subscribe to us. Give us a big fat thumbs up. Even after a victory, we'll come on, put our smiley faces on and put a uh, fake shake Brett on and everything. Wait, so oh, um, dude, you
0: got to calm on this fake shake stuff, <laughs> dude. Like, I don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm slightly. It's insulted. an old family.
1: It's a, a family uh, thing I used to do with me, uh, my kid.
0: So, anyway. oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I and didn't it's, know. It's like a,
1: I think it's Jack and Box, actually. Like fake shake. Oh, That's where it comes from. That's where my it comes bad. From. Okay.
0: I just didn't know the context. I was like, should I be really insulted right now?
1: <laughs> All right. But make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. And I hate to be the first person to tell you that the Astros are and 1 in games that Alex Bregman has extra base hit. <laughs> So just get singles, strike out. Well, what does Braben. that mean? <laughs> just so, walk.
0: <laughs> so our conclusions are Yonar Diaz, they're three and zero with him. They're oh and one when Alex Brayman gets a home run and a double. So, you know, all things make sense in the world of baseball, but you know, look, um, i actually had one of the other locked on hosts. I won't out him here. Cause I didn't get his permission to out him on this. He literally, I don't know if it was an angry DM, but he said, I picked Christian Javier high in my draft and he has not performed up to par and I said I have no control over that. He Sorry Charlie, has not been the Christian Javier that we expected. He he was so dominant last year. Now a year like that is hard to replicate back-to-back seasons. You would like to think though that even though he did have a rough outing, he did go 6 innings. He did somewhat save the bullpen. It wasn't a 4-inning outing. But three strikeouts, he's not getting the spin. He's not getting the movement on his fastball, on that invisible that he was getting last year. So we hope that the next series he pitches in probably against the Rangers or the next team they play, um, actually probably the next team because of the days, you would hope that he figures it out because he is one of the guys that we are counting on, especially with the absence of McCullers. And we know Justin Verlander not here this year.
1: Well, granted, I know he only had one walk in today's game, but he was right. uh, struggling with command. The balls kept on rising really high, and then he gave up the two home runs. He he had five hits on a game, four on runs. It was not... I put struggle in the title, but I mean, for Christian Javier, this was a struggle, especially when the Astros offense can only score on home runs until the ninth inning. Then Chaz McCormick had the two-run double, uh, and so that was just awesome to see, but uh, I think that in this game, Javier was just struggling just with his command. It looked like he didn't really have his stuff, the velocities down, uh, the pitches were rising too much, and he just didn't really have the, the crisp control we're used to him having. Does that mean he's not going to be what the Astros need this year? No. I think he's just trying to uh, figure out what, what it takes. And just keep in mind that a lot of these guys didn't get to have a full spring training because of the World Baseball Classic they didn't get to work with the pitching coaches they they were thrown into competitive baseball I mean it was great competitive baseball but they didn't get a chance to really work on stuff they're working stuff in live games that meant something to them and so I think Christian Javier is still trying to get caught up am I worried about him long term no am I worried about the velocity being down 2 miles per hour from last year yes he still was hitting 95 miles per hour but still he's his average is about 92 which is 94 last year.
0: Yeah, you you need that velocity to be up because the higher velocity that he has Eric that's where he gets his signature invisible that's where the ball's moving. Now, I know it, look, MZ is a regular on our show and I um, I respect the heck out of this dude because he's here every day when we when we come on and he's got great takes but I I think he's I think he's a little amiss on saying that Javier isn't as great as we've all all touted him to be. I, I really do believe he is every bit of the pitcher that we think he can become. It's right. not like someone like a Dallas Keuchel that has one or two like really good years and then has a complete fall off, right? I, I just think what Javier has has what we've seen in the scouting before he became an Astro. When he got to the club last year, he was just a few innings short of being of qualifying for the Cy Young Award. He was literally going to be top three in almost every pitching category. We've just got to get him figured out. And I promise you that Murphy and Miller are working overtime to get him in there, to, to get him back on track. And say what you want about the baseball, World Baseball Classic. I don't know how much positive or negative impact it had, but it doesn't seem like it's helped anybody.
1: Not Luis Garcia. um, Yeah, it's it's just –
0: and look, um, Jalen Johnson, um, you know, says here, he is a, a friend of the show. We've actually ran into him at a couple games. He said, look, I think that this more and more points to the Astros going after a starter at the trade deadline. And I think, Eric, this is the year that you do that, that you make a big move. Um, because at the end of the day, with four hits and nine runs, your pitchers should be able to stave off a three-run comeback. Um, that that home run by G1 Bay was 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 a massive home run. And on that, on that at bat, Eric, he had thrown a change up and then he had thrown a really hard slider down on the dirt. He went back to the changeup. The changeup didn't have as much movement, wasn't as lively. I'm wondering. Of course, it's easy to, I guess, pick apart things after the fact, and when you're not on the mound making the call, and you don't have the scouting report as I don't. But I would have thought that he would have gone back to that hard slider because he went back to a fastball. He went he went to a four seam after that, almost lost control of it, and then he went back to the changeup. I think if you'd have gone with that hard slider down in the dirt, I think Choi would have. I mean, Bay would have would have um, swung and missed. I, I just. I was hoping he would go back with that hard slider because it looked more effective than the changeup. What do you think? I mean, I know we're nitpicking here, but that's what you have to do. You have to analyze because going into the next thing, that is your power. That is your big pitch. And I think you've got to stay with that. But Presley hasn't been impressive this year.
1: Well, um, as uh, somebody just texted me a little while ago, um, she hates, uh, Presley in non safe situations. And I mean, I hate, I hate to be one to endorse that, but I mean, you're going to have to put your closer in a situation, but before we go on to Presley, uh, you, 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 compared Dallas Keuchel and Christian Javier, they're two different pitchers. Um, like Dallas Keuchel relied on location and, uh, deception and just, um, outsmarting, outsmarting the hitters, but Javier can just blow, blow it by you. And so far this year, he's just not able to blow it by you. And that's, that's why he's struggling a little bit. I'm not worried about that. I think that with time, it'll be fine. But I think that unlike Dallas Keuchel, I think that he'll be able to uh, get it back going and getting, get back on track just because he's too good a pitcher. And um, I would just bet on that and just, just go ahead and go to FanDuel and say that he's going to probably still win 14 games if you're going to put that on me. So let's go and talk about FanDuel.
0: Yeah, that's right. FanDuel is the number one sports book in America. That's right. For all MLB action, that's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you don't win, that's okay because you get $1,000 back. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. How many home runs is Kyle Tucker going to hit? How many home runs is Jordan Alvarez going to hit? You can build a mountain of props for each day for your favorite matchup. And when you do this, go to FanDuel.com to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. All right.
1: So I, I know a lot of people didn't bet on the Pirates winning a lot of games this year, but they look like they have a good young team. And I know they lost O'Neill Cruz for a good chunk of the season, but this team looks like they have some drive. They have Andrew McCutcheon back to kind of be that veteran guy. And they've got some decent pitching. Um, I think the Astros just played a better game on Monday night. Uh, today's game was more of a what you expected to see kind of a pitch i mean i'd say pitchers fest we were complaining about javier i think javier for not having his best stuff tonight i think he kept the pirates and the astros in the game as much as possible uh the astros just left way too many runners on base and it was just one of those games where uh you stranded 19 runners on base um that's how many individual. Then you had uh, one for eight with runners in scoring position. Team lob was nine. Uh, you had Bregman get his first home run. It was a blast. Uh, it was yeah. like it was awesome, and everybody was like jumping for joy. He did get a double for later, uh, and then you saw Kyle Tucker hit a home run that he thought was maybe going to be a double and so he was like chugging it around the bases and they were like hey slow down slow down but we saw G Man Choi in the first inning or second inning uh hit a double off the wall or something that was basically almost like how Yeah, Tucker. I thought that yeah when he hit
0: that ball I was like okay two games two home runs for Choi I mean he he freaking owns the Astros right now right
1: Yeah yeah, so I, I don't know what to do with that guy. I mean, he's not supposed to hit a home run to get le- left-handed pitching, but he's doing it. So the uh, the Pirates went out there and got Carlos Santana. They have a couple young guys, and then they have Bay. I mean, everybody wants a Bay, right? Um, the, I mean, yes.
0: right? <laughs> You're such a boomer, dude. Everybody wants a – isn't that like a 2018 phrase? Do people still call someone else a Bay? I don't know. I, dude, I don't know if it's boo Bay. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, but look.
1: <laughs> that was an impressive home run off of Presley though. Presley oh, oh, sure. that was a changeup that was probably not in the right situation. And that change I up, it was hit. Yeah. It was like boom. I was like, holy crap, so, that's the game.
0: if you're if you're watching the show and the strike zone is is my face, <laughs> that change up was right over my My left eye, it was right in the middle of the plate, dude. It was gone. I mean, that's why I said he should have gone with that hard slider down the dirt. I don't think he would have made contact with that, but you know, you live to, you live to play another day. You've got the third game of the series. You've got Jose or who knows Jose or the guy that I thought was the least likely to get a win out of the three, out of these three pitchers might be the most likely to finish the series where they're two one on the um, pirates, but Again, Presley has not been impressive. The bullpen did not do their job. Um, Presley's ERA is an inflated 8.44, and of course, the ERAs are going to be inflated at the beginning of the year. But Stanick is at 5.40. He did have one strikeout. He he pitched one inning. Montero one inning, two hits, two strikeouts, and then Presley again with the three-run home run. Um, look, Eric. The bottom line is all the parts that were working to perfection last year or near perfection aren't doing so right now. Um, I, I wrote an article today for for the game there in Louisiana, and I basically talked about how the slow start doesn't necessarily bother me because I think what this team has in the long run, they have more in the tank. I don't believe a breeze washed up. I see a lot of negativity on our on our feed here, people just thinking – Oh, my gosh, the Astros are done. I mean, the way some of you guys are talking, I mean, do y'all want to sell the team? I mean, we've got to be willing to understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Myers is an absolute zero at the plate, not doing anything at all right now. You want Myers – look, next game, jokes needs to get the start. Um, someone's like, why are we playing Myers? Well, you're playing Myers because you're paying Myers. He's getting – a salary. So you're not going to not play him. He's going to get starts. He's going to you have to keep your guys fresh somewhat off the bench. And so you had Maldonado didn't get any hits. I mean, nobody really contributed outside of Tucker and Tucker and Bregman, but I did like at the end how you had you had Dubon, you had Hensley, and you had McCormick all contribute. Right at the end, McCormick hadn't had a, had a hit all game. And what does he do? He ties the game with a two-run double. Absolute perfect situation. Your closer comes in. It's a non-save situation. Like you said, you don't like it. But he's there, as explained to me by a lot of people last time he was in a non-save situation.
1: You put your best you, pitcher in. You the want ninth. your guy in the ninth.
0: And so he's supposed to get the job done. He's going to figure it out. I'm wondering. I know the first game he threw in. He was shaking his arm a lot, and Roger Clemens talked about that. We haven't heard a single word or a blip on the map or radar about Presley having any issues. I'm wondering, is he having any issues physically? Is he 100% healthy? And I'm not saying that he is because of his what he's doing, but you have to ask, is there something to that? And is there something lingering in the back? Because these players aren't always 100% with us on what's going on. I think Abreu is going to be fine. He was one for five today. You know, he's only failed to get a hit in one game. The lack of power is a little – I would think he would at least have one home run by now. He
1: had 15 last year. and after I know. I just – The year before, so.
0: Well, I just thought that he would return back to his power numbers because being at Minute Maid Park. And let's hope that he does that when they come back to Minute Maid against the Rangers because they have an off day after the game on Wednesday.
1: All righty. So to go back to why Jake Myers is starting and why you have to put some of the other guys in, that's what Dusty Baker says he does. He wants to put all the players in to make sure they get playing time so when you need them in September, October, whenever you need them, they're ready. And the prime example of that is Mauricio Devon. A lot of people last year were like, why are we playing him? He sucks. He should not be... uh, Justin Verlander's personal catcher. I even remember doing this. Justin Verlander's personal, uh, not catcher, but center fielder. You know what I mean? But um, he shouldn't be getting playing time because he wasn't getting hits. But by giving him playing time, he has found that little um, what he needed to get the hits. And he's feeling a lot more confident. And he's talked with uh, Jose Altuve. He's talked with Jordan Alvarez, like we talked about yesterday. And he's not trying to crush the ball. He's just trying to make good contact, and he's not trying to get a hit. If he gets a hit, then that's great, but he's just trying to make contact. And we see a lot of people trying to crush the ball and striking out. So I think what we see is old school. I'm not saying Mauricio Dubon is a Tony Gwynn type hitter, but that's the philosophy that Tony Gwynn had was not necessarily to hit the home run, but just to uh, make contact and put the ball in play. And that's what we saw today. And uh, there's one that Mauricio Debon hit down the first baseline that was just foul today. That yeah. would have been awesome in that game. So there's, he's making some good run um, and we're seeing some good uh, play. Like it was good to see Hensley get that hit when he struggled, but Jolks probably does need to be in the lineup, but honestly, there's not, until you bring up Dearden, who did hit his first home run in Triple A uh, today, so I believe it was today. Uh, so uh, until you bring him up or spring somebody else up, it's it's not going to be uh, th- th- these are the guys you're going to have until Michael Brantley and Jose Altuve comes back.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that Jolks has has earned more, well, and he he has he has played most of the games so far. He's played more games than Jake Myers, that's for sure. But Dubon, I believe he's only not contacted the ball in like three or four at bats. He's made contact with the ball, put the ball in play in about I, I would say twenty-nine or thirty of his thirty-three at bats um, in um twenty 2020, twenty uh twenty twenty-three this year. So um, let's see, he had um where is Dubon? He had he he had three at bats today. And Still so one, strike
1: out. one yeah, strikeout one in the entire time. One
0: strikeout. But what I'm saying is there's only been one or two other times where he hasn't even put the ball in play. And so that's what you need. You need guys to do this. And um, someone says, I think it's Jalen said that maybe the pirates are the O's this year are the Orioles. And I don't know if you saw the Orioles. This was interesting. One more game. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, look, here's the deal. The Orioles, I think one of the um, Orioles, I don't know if it's Adley Rushman or Gunner, but you know, was, you know, I can't remember who it was when he got on second base, he did the whole like water sprinkler thing, looked in the dugout and all the guys acted like they were water sprinklers with their water and stuff. And a friend of mine said, I want the Orioles to make the playoffs just because they're a vibe right now. Like they are just enjoying playing baseball. And that's where the Astros need to get. They need to get back to where the games are fun, where they're not pressing, but that all comes with performance and delivering in the moment and They just haven't been as tough as nails as they were this last year. Again, this season is going to be riddled with various things that we didn't experience last year. So there's no reason to jump off the train. There's no reason to think that the ship is sinking. There's not a hole in the bottom of the boat. This is baseball, and baseball is going to happen. And you're going to have nights where you have nine hits, five runs, and you don't win. We had nine hits, six runs, and we got beat at home. So these things are going to happen. And look at Ryan Mountcastle. Maybe it was him. He had nine RBIs tonight for the Orioles. Yeah, that, that kid's a really, really good player.
1: Yeah, but, I should have kept him in fancy.
0: Oh, man. I, yeah. Why did you let him go? And I'm joking. Um, on the next Astros baseball. Um, so
1: I he, had Paul Goldsmith. I didn't need him.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Well, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, we we will not talk about my fantasy lineup. Um, I've got like three guys on the I.L. It's it's kind of depressing, but I'm, I'm actually winning this week. Hopefully I can pull out a dub last week. I got trounced, but I'm hoping keeping Juan Soto and not trading him for Trey Turner um, bodes well for me this week. And you know what I did today? I had someone else on my second team that I wanted to put in place of Bregman, and I sat Bregman today. Wow. I sat at Bregman and he stuck it to me. Well, you might be not a good GM. GM. But let me tell you something there's this really cool app. This game is called Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Download the app or go to probaseballgm.com. It's 100% free boost when you use a promo code locked on in the game shop. That's right. Let me tell you, I've been playing this game. It's a blast. You get to. Draft players. You get to train your players. You get to encourage your coaches. Sign your coaches of contracts. You get to set the salary cap. You get to pay the players what you want. But be careful. You've been warned by H. John Willhouse that if you spend too much and you don't win the World Series, the owner won't like it very much. And after a few seasons of ALCS and going to the playoffs, I got canned. Why? Because I spent too much money. Kind of like young 14-year-old H-Town Wellhouse who didn't know how to keep a budget. So if you love being a GM, if you like playing baseball games on your phone and you want to occupy your time with the realistic Ultimate GM game, go to probaseballgm.com today. Use a promo code Locked On for a 100% free boost to your team. Let them know that Locked On Astros sent you Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. It's the best game out there.
1: It was a cool situation today. While the Astros were in Pittsburgh, uh, Martin Malonado came up with the idea to go tour the Roberto Clemente museum. And so you had 15 players and then uh, Dusty Baker and then uh, uh, about another 10 or uh, 10 people went. Yeah. And so they had a private tour of the Roberto Clemente museum. So that was pretty cool. And uh, this is Jeremy Pena knew a lot about Clemente, but he didn't really know the whole backstory and he said that it was just it was just cool to get to know the story for real, going there, hearing everything, how he came up, how he get to the big leagues, what he did on and off the field, how he passed away. It made me feel more of a connection because uh, uh just invited a lot of the Latin players to uh, to go. Pena, Diaz, Blanco, Abreu all went. Um, he also had Bregman, Abreu, Neris and Dubon went as well but it's just cool that they got a chance to do that and uh it's just awesome i mean despite the early start to the day the game they they still had a chance to do that the museum opened earlier for them so uh and um martin malnado was like hey this is my i'm a veteran now this is my way of paying it forward and a lot of the things that we've been talking about what malnado offers to a team is not just what he can do at the plate not just what he can do behind the um they uh, catching the ball, but just what he's, what you could do as a team leader and I think that was a good um, teaching moment. And so did it help the Astros win today's game? No, you can't really prevent Ryan Presley from changing uh, from throwing a change up down the middle of the plate to uh, your. <laughs> yeah, yeah, visiting
0: museums not going to change your luck in in any shape because baseball is a game of, of chance. a lot of times it's a game of luck. It's, you know, you may want to hit the ball to right field, but it might go to right center, right to that outfielder. And look, you have to have a short memory um, as, as much shades being thrown at Presley in the bullpen and Stanek and everybody isn't happy with this guy or this guy. These guys are going to go to sleep. They're going to put it behind them and they're going to go out to grind another day. They're not going to let it hang on them the way we as fans hang on them because you cheer for the Astros with your heart and your soul and you want them to win every game. And we get that, but we have to temper our expectations this year. I still believe we're the favorite. I still believe we are one of the top three teams in, in the AL. I still think we're the best team in the AL. We're just not doing what we can do. We're not doing what we're capable of. And if this team's fully healthy, Firing on all cylinders. There's not a team out there that's better than this team. I know it's a weaker team without Justin Verlander, blah blah blah. But I still think that at the end of the day, we have one of the top teams, Eric. And you just have to weather the storm.
1: Are we going to discuss the Evan Gaddis stuff at all?
0: Uh, Evan Gaddis drunk tweeting and st- I mean, not really. I don't. I don't really want to give that a whole lot of credence because I mean, he was he was literally tweeting stuff. When he was drunk, saying stuff that at times was wildly inappropriate, and I don't, I don't really want to give that any airtime. I don't, I don't think it deserves it. I think if you're on Twitter and you've seen it, that's great. But that's my take on it. I could really care less what Evan Gattis says when he. I mean, to me, it looked like he needs a little help. I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about Evan Gattis. Like he needs an intervention bat. I mean, no offense, but that's, that's just uncalled for.
1: Well, one thing that stood out to me is the fact that he said every time he was out in the left field, he felt nervous and uh, playing out in the field. And uh, he did mention that um, he was on some something at the time. I'm not going to go into any details. You have to go find the chat. And he did mention that um, stuff happened during, on, during the World Series on both sides. And so uh, you'll have to go check out the feed and um, Evan Gaddis. So if you're not on Twitter – Go ch- go <laughs> go get on Twitter. Well, and, and go find Evan Gaddis because it's it's a hoot.
0: And the only thing that the that national like publications really focused on was the fact that he talked about the whole trash can thing, yeah, which he already talked about. Like he talked about that two years ago, so it's not news. And and, and like I said, look, when someone gets on Twitter and just irresponsibly tweets stuff, I, I just think that that's just something that that really needs to not even be like pumped up or, um, promoted because you or I wouldn't do that. I mean, if we did that, we, we'd be in serious trouble just, just because it's a bad look. Like you've got to be responsible with how you are on um, Twitter. I mean, you know, just with your, with your daily engagements. That's why if I get in a tip with someone, I try to make it right. I try to explain myself and try to move on because at the end of the day, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Um, So James says, I don't, Brett, not this year. A down year is due. Okay, well, look, hey, you guys can keep us out of the playoffs. You guys can be negative nantes all you want to. I'm still on the locked on. I'm still locked on the Astros going to the playoffs. I'm still locked on the Astros going back to the World Series. And until they get beat and knocked off, you're not going to convince me otherwise.
1: All right, they're gonna trade for Shohei Tani mid-season. I'm kidding. <laughs> God, what, Dude, would that, it, what would that it, trade it, package look like? Oh, it would—it <laughs> would obliterate. Team.
0: They would need all Sugarland, all Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> it would, and then several fans would have to send their right arm. I mean, it, it would be—it would be—it would be a bloodbath, literally a bloodbath.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure if the Astros are around, are. Above five hundred or close to the playoffs. I mean, they're not that far out of it right now, and I'm not worried. It's only what eleven or twelve games in right now, so I'm not too worried about this season. It's they're getting off to a slow start. Who cares? I think everything's gonna be fine. Today, and, uh, one gosh. pitch, one pitch,
0: and Yuli only has one home run this year. Don't don't say we need Yuli because he hit a home run. He hit a home run in a tw- They were down twelve to nothing, and he hit a home run. It was it was it was a garbage run. I, we love Yuli. We've never been against Yuli, but Yuli's not coming back to the Astros. And if you're looking for him to fix your offensive woes, you're barking up the wrong tree. Um, so, um, so I don't know. So, look, here's the deal. Um, Ethan shared this, and I want to share this before we go. And I'm going to close with this. This is kind of cool. Ethan from Locked on Pirates says Choi and Bay are the first Korean born teammates to homer in the same game in MLB history. So, hey, there you go. There's a positive lining to us getting our butts whipped by the Pirates.
1: They so are Bay's forever. For
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ethan, for uh, rubbing the salt in the wound. Kick my dog while you're at it. No, I'm joking. But hey, right. uh, for me, all right, that's all I got, dude.
1: In tomorrow's game, it's like you said. It's gonna be Jose Arquiti. Uh, he's 0-0 with the 3.86 ERA, 11 strikeouts versus Rich Hill, who's v- very impressive. He's 0-1 with the 10 ERA, 8 strikeouts, and a lot of people have faced Rich Hill, um, who's had success. Uh, Pena in two bats is 500, and uh, Tucker three bats 6.67, Abreu in five bats 400. So um, let's hope that there's some offense tomorrow, and let's hope that Bregman, despite this loss, and, the fact, and after he hit his first extra base hit, I'm not, I'm not really thinking that he was the cause of this. He, we need to get him going. If Bregman starts hitting and if Pena starts hitting and some of these other guys starts hitting, this lineup won't have to rely on Jose Abreu. But uh, there's a couple times when they're, pinched, uh, they're going pitching around Alvarez – to get to Abreu and cause you have Tucker behind Abreu at some point we may have to switch that dynamic because Tucker is pretty darn good and you're not going to be pinched. You're not going to be walking Alvarez to get to Tucker. Let me just say that. That's so, true. That's that's true. all I got for this edition of the On Astros podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, we're probably not going to be right after the game cause we're both teachers. Um, so it's an early game. Uh, so we'll be some point maybe we'll still do 8 30 start time we'll see uh brett and i will communicate but thank you for making Lockdown astros podcast your first listen every day go and subscribe to us on youtube and go and give us a big fat thumbs up while you're at it and go and make us your first listen on apple odyssey spotify wherever you listen to your podcast check out the lockdown astros podcast and we will see you tomorrow and go stress
0: love the music